All right. So this was a fun conversation. Um, and I mean that as much literally, it's, you know, just it was a good time as it was intellectually fun um, to think about philosophically. Um, my guest today, Hami, is a husband, a father, uh, a CEO, founder and bestselling author. Um, and he's best known probably for the company he started, which is called 6AM Run. So you can check it out at 6AMRun.com. Um, and the, the mission of this company and, and the reason he started it was he wanted to improve the physical abilities of his members by helping them to just have motion and stay in motion. Very simply put. And the name is pretty self-explanatory in that. Um, and it's really cool. They've created a really supportive community that helps kind of drive towards that mission and help their members become their best selves. All geared around this value, which was Hami's most important value of physical fitness. Um, and, and Hami spoke about on the show, and you'll hear how physical fitness has become such an important, integral part of his life and allows him to drive much of the things he's accomplished. And I think personally, understanding the role of physical fitness, how it plays not just in our physical health, but in our mental well-being, our confidence, our motivation, our overall quality of life is fascinating. I think it's something that's really, really important to think about and discuss. And as Hami articulated in the conversation, it, it almost can become this kind of like North Star objective measure that we can use to determine what we're capable of in our lives, right? I mean, obviously family, happiness, honesty, all the other values that we could talk about are really important as well. But the thought here is that being able to commit to your own physical fitness first, it builds the discipline and the confidence and the motivation so that you can thrive in other areas of your life, particularly if you have doubt, if you have insecurity, Building that physical fitness, proving to yourself that you can do that opens up so much more. Um, you know, I, I think that objective point is really key to that, right? Because it's so easy for our minds to spin stories and to justify our action or our inaction. But when it comes to physical fitness, it's really as close as objective as we get. Because, I mean, obviously the benefits of it are pretty clear and agreed upon, right? To, to, to live a long life, you have to be healthy. So that's pretty clear. But beyond that, you know, if you set a goal to run five miles or do 100 push-ups or get a yoga session in, whatever it is, it's pretty binary. Either you did it or you didn't. You reached the target or you missed. And that objective measure that we don't often get in our lives, it's really useful to help us build the muscle of being honest with ourselves. Um, and what I also really appreciated about this discussion with Hami was that we, as we often do, we explored the counter argument to all of this. We acknowledge that being so dedicated to your physical fitness can be a burden and it can come at a cost. Um, he used some great stories from his own personal life, even as a dad, you know, with his daughter, illustrating the challenge of balancing between that discipline required to embody the value of physical fitness with the joy and the creativity that comes from being free and unburdened in life. So this was a really insightful, authentic conversation and big thanks to Hami for being on and sharing his perspective. All right, Hami, thanks so much for being on. Really, really appreciate you making the time and psyched to talk to you today. Um, I like to jump right in. So I'll get right to the question of what's the value that's most important to you. So to me, I know it sounds crazy, but I think physical fitness um, has been a just huge part of my life. So I think when you take care of yourself physically, um, you know, you're going, you're going right into it, but, um, you know, uh, I also want to say hi to everyone first, <laughs> too, but no, you're kind of getting right into it. Hello everyone. And, and yeah, physical fitness is just, anytime I look on anything I do, there's like an aspect of physical fitness that plays a part into it. And, and I'll explain it to you like this, as I start off of why mm -hmm. and, and why that's a big value. And that is because I'm, I'm a better father. I'm a better husband. I'm a better everything. I'm a better CEO when I'm, 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 I'm fit, I'm in shape and I'm mentally healthy because of working out. Right. Like it's such a, it's such a great 
thing. And anytime I've not worked out, anytime I've taken a break, anytime something's happened where I've been ill and I didn't run that day or do something physically, I curse a little bit. I hope you don't mind, Terry, but no, my, day been shit. my day's been shit because of those days. So I, I, I wish I could sit here and give you the jargon of my, my, and, and I don't get me wrong. They're extremely important. Also my wife, my kids, I love them more than anything. Um, but selfishly, I got to take care of myself so I can love them and be the best person for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't think that's selfish necessarily. And, and I'm glad you said it, obviously, because I assume it's true, but also because I think it's something that's really important to talk about physical fitness. And obviously, I know you agree, given the company, but it's very easy on a show like this or, or when you're talking philosophically to think like, all right, it's got to be something very deep and like um, about thinking and, and just human nature and, and all this stuff. But I, I very much get the idea of physical fitness being kind of at the root of all that. It, it enables you to tap into all the other things that might be important in your life or that you might want to accomplish. And just a little bit of a quick story on my journey. Like I found this out myself. So probably about four or five years ago, I really started focusing on my fitness. I think similar to your story, I've, I've gotten a chance to hear it around the age of 35, realizing like I was an athlete younger in life and all that. But um realized that I got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That was kind of the big thing for me that brought me into it and then started running a little bit after that. And I was somebody that always hated running and hated exercising and all. Um, but oh, I, by the way, I still I still hate it. Still hate it, right? I, I feel like that's most people. Um, but there's such a truth to it. There's something about physical fitness mentally as well as physically that does. It, it opens you up to so many more things. And it's part of the reason I was excited to talk to you about. So, so let's push that a level deeper for people that either don't exercise that much or don't understand, right? They're, they're cynical. They're skeptical. Ah, why would, why would physical fitness be that important? Um, what is it? Connect those dots for what it actually, why does it make you a better father? Why does it make you a better husband? What does it enable you to do where you would say, yeah, that, that sits at the pinnacle of the top of all the values for me? Well, it, 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 I mean, it starts from, I mean, my, I'm going through it a little bit with my daughter right now in terms of her journey, right? It starts, it starts, you got to go back and, and, and you talk about jujitsu. You got to go back to an, an, a 10 year old homie mm -hmm. who was playing soccer and basketball and had a dream of being like the next Michael Jordan and the next, you know, um, back when I was growing up, it was like Ronaldo and Maradona and those soccer players. Players, right Lexi Lalas and those guys that we would watch right so you got to go backwards there so that's the young in, the young young kid in me having those aspirations that doesn't happen what is it like 0.001% of kids are ever going to aspire to that and I was never going to be that um but what that did back then that I didn't realize till I got older focusing on those sports practicing five days a week it kept me out of trouble. So I look back and this is why I say you got to go back in the journey too. So when I look back on how even then you don't think about it because you're a child, you're, you just, you, your brain doesn't work this way. Think about this. I went to my 10 and my 20 year high school reunion. I'm 43, right? Those kids that were on free periods and right after school going to someone's house whose parents were at work and smoking weed and doing drugs and alcohol, right? The kids that were sports we aged better. We were not in trouble and doing drugs and alcohol at such a young age like the other kids were, right? My daughter doesn't get it, but it's like, you're busy doing basketball so much right now, but I'm telling you right now, you're not going to get in trouble or find trouble like other kids are, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. right? So you go back there. That really sets a stage for you being pro professionally, let's say, successful, going to college, making, you know, you're on a routine, you're on a regimen, right? That's when you're a kid. As you get older, 
problems just manifest and become bigger, right? And mental. And um, I I saw my wife, who's very, uh, you know, very happy person, right? But you have kids, women go through postpartum depression, some way, shape or form, they're adjusting to becoming moms, right? You go through so much as you get older. And that's where then those sports, yeah, you're not a pro athlete, but you still can use that physical. And that's why I just encompass it all under the word physical fitness. I was using rec leagues. Um, I would play basketball at the gym, had a men's adult men's league. It sucked, but it was great rec, right? Um, we have a, a, a county soccer thing with a, a bunch of older men just getting running out there at the local park playing soccer. Anyway, so I, I think I went a roundabout way, but to answer your question, you just, it starts then, and then it just progresses. And then you find out that, look, this has been my whole life an outlet that has kept me fucking sane and has kept me successful and has kept me out of trouble. Um, my my family is big right now. And as I don't know when this pod, podcast will release, but the big Netflix show is Dahmer, right? Yeah, like watching. everyone's watching Dahmer yeah. right now, but like it, it it's, it's like, you see these people that have issues and that have, and, and are committing crimes or finding vices like alcohol, gambling and drugs. Well, my vice is physical fitness. That's what I'm addicted to. And that's, you know, again, so, I think I gave you a little bit of a roundabout answer, but you really have to go back to when it started, what planted that seed in me, and then now how it's keeping me, you know, freaking sane and yeah. happy and not depressed and being able, looking forward to challenges the very next day. You know, you you need um, you need to find things that you want to achieve and accomplish, and you have to, you know, it's not easy to find those things every day, and and yeah. that's where sports, physical fitness, working out. All of it. And look, and, and last thing I'll say, I am not jacked. I am not ripped. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not overweight or anything, but I'm far from your picture of perfection in terms of, you know, what what maybe you would think a pro or an athlete or anyone looks like. I still can enjoy cookies. I still can eat whatever I want. But at the end of the day, at the core, it's taking care of my body and working out every day that helps do all that but i'm sorry go ahead i talked no, about super super interesting and it, it, it makes me think and I'm, I'm curious about this i said we can get a little philosophical sometimes and, and to me philosophical i probably use that word too so it's just like following the thread to be like oh that's interesting what does that actually mean then it's almost is there is there an assumption in that that like as humans and, and i'm speaking in generalizations here like we're flawed we all know that right we have our flaws our, our minds are flawed um and we tend to as you said, right, we get addicted to things, we get compelled to do certain things, we can easily get off track. And it's a very pragmatic, almost functional reason why physical fitness is so important. It's like, if you're going to be addicted to something, if you're going to get off track and get become obsessed with something or whatever it might be, at least let it be your physical fitness, because that's going to keep you away from the really bad stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to benefit your health and kind of your well being in theory. Um, so there's almost a very functional aspect to it, which says almost like, and I say this often, like we shouldn't trust ourselves so much, right? Sometimes I think my my mind, it's not that I can't trust it, but it's just not always reliable. And if you gear yourself and make your North Star physical fitness, you're already starting off on something that's somewhat objectively good, or at least as objectively good as we can say. So that puts you in a really good spot. Is that is that a fair way to say it? Where it's like very uh, logical and pragmatic. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, you, you and you really, people don't touch on that kind of North Star concept, right? For some people, that North Star is religion. For for people, it's, you know, we don't get into this in our company. But for some people, the religion, politics, so many people, I think, are, you know, they have their kind of North Star, their code and whatever. Um, and mine, yeah, mine's been a little different, you know, and, and, and I, I 100, and it's okay to get philosophical 
philosophy. Uh, Philosophical. Philosophical. I, I trip up on it all the time. <laughs> so it's okay to get that way. I think that you know, there. Look, the what's the 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 number one question? I I. So it's weird. I I'm 43, as I said. I I'm a sports guy, as you guys can all tell now. At 40, I was like, oh man, this is like that. If you think about it, I I hope I live forever. We all do. But at 40, I remember thinking like, oh shit, it's the halftime of my life, mm-hmm. right? Like it's halftime. Okay, and in any sport, halftime, you can be down 20, you can be getting blown out. You have a whole other half to figure out your second act or your your you know how you're going to win the game, mm-hmm. right? So exactly what you're talking about it's like it's finding challenges it's finding things that can help you wake up every day and and want to wake up every day right i mean that that the end of the day i i kind of joke but i'm serious look i don't like running i don't get up and i don't start every run with the biggest smile on my face you know especially if it's early in the morning and we're here in delaware it's cold as shit like it's not enjoyable sometimes but when you accomplish it and you got it done, it's always that feeling of after I know, again, I, what I tell my wife, she's like, you like running. I'm like, actually, I hate it. But what I love is that high after where then I'm like, all right, I can do anything the rest of the day. You can't, when I was in corporate America, you can't give me an assignment that I'm now worried about accomplishing because I just ran six miles. Nothing you ask me is going to be more difficult than what I did before I got to this office. You know what I mean? So in that aspect, I'm now more pumped to seize my day because I already did the most difficult thing of my day. And that's out of the way. Kids are crying. Wife is upset about something. We don't have dinner plans yet. That's all going to be easier. Like that'll figure itself out. I just did the toughest thing at six in the morning or earlier today. Nothing you throw at me is now going to, you know, sway me. And that's not even, you know, you're healthier. You probably have more energy. Maybe you're sleeping, but like there's all these other things that also come with that kind of mental benefit you get from it. So, I, I mean, I, I totally agree. And I think for, for me, like the connection for me has been, I, I said the word before objective philosophically, like I'm, I'm constantly seeking for like objective answers and objective sure. truths in the world. And it's really hard. It's, we live in a subjective world. It's really hard to do that. But what I find is really useful about physical activity and physical fitness is it's super objective. If you say, I'm going to run every day at this time, or I'm going to run five miles today, or I'm going to do X amount of pushups or whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. It's so easy when it's another task to lie to ourselves, right? Like I'm, I'm going to start a business. All right. Well, today I, I looked around online and saw where the opportunity might be, right? Or I got the website, you know, domain name, whatever. We can convince ourselves like, yeah, I'm making progress. I'm achieving it. When it comes to physical activity, did you hit five miles or did you not? Right. Did you do the hundred pushups or did you not? It forces our minds to accept this idea that like, shit, like I quit today. I didn't make it to five miles. And I think that's a really important thing for people to acknowledge to themselves of how easy it is and how comforting it is to quit. Because we do it all the time and we don't, we're not honest with ourselves about it. When it comes to physical activity, you have to be honest with yourselves. And I think that gives us a level of humility and ultimately motivation that allows us to do all the things you're saying. And I think that's kind of a counterintuitive thing. People think like, well, that sounds shitty. I don't want to know that I'm like quit that easily, but I think we have to know that that's yeah. just human nature. We we tend towards comfort and quitting and this forces you out of that. Is that kind yeah. of what you found as well? hundred percent. And, and, and it's funny, you, 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 I, I always say too, to that, to that point, right. Um, in my book, um, I talk about this, like who, if I ask you who your best friend is, a lot of times people try to think and they name someone, but it's like the answer to that question is really yourself. Who do you talk to more than anyone else in the world? I don't care who you are. And, 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 and we joke, I know about, it's not a joke, but I mean, you talk about mental health, 
but I don't care who you are. You talk to yourself. You might not do it out loud. You talk, you are your own best friend. You are your own favorite person. You are your, like you, there's not a moment in my day. I'm not talking to myself in my mind, or I'm not going to lie. If, if, if I'm in my office alone, I might say it out loud. Right. <laughs> so, so you're, you're always negotiating with yourself and to what you're saying, like, I'm like, okay, like I can't preach to our customers, to our fan base, um, to our loyal supporters, one thing. And then again, I have to hold myself accountable for that. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, I can't not do this today or, okay, but I might have to stop today at three. I don't have the time. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, my daughter had a game in New York City. I had to leave our house at six. It was tough to get up at five. I had to get the little one ready. She had to come with us. So I made a deal with myself. I said, I have 20 minutes. I can knock out two miles today. I can get that. And that at least gets a little sweat and gets me going, right? It's not, I'm not happy. I don't want to just do two miles. But I said that'll at least I did something today. I got my blood boiling, blood, blood going, blood boiling, blood going, and I'm I'm doing something. But what I told myself was, okay, Sunday I'll have more time. I'll just double up on Sunday. I'll make sure I get four to six miles in on Sunday, right? So it's just again, it's that negotiation with yourself. Not every day is going to be the best. Not every day you're going to perform your best. Not every day you're going to have time to do certain things, right? Um, again, life happens. Anyone that tells you that that. If I told you I got up and I tell this to all of our all of our audience, if I told you I got up every morning and ran at six in the morning, I'd be lying to you. If it's a weekend and I have nothing planned, I'm running at 10 a.m. But I'm doing it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, you're 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 on it. And I think that happiness for everyone is going to be different. It's going to look different for even the the same things not going to make you happy every day. You know what I mean? So 100 percent. I'm, I'm with you. Everything you're saying, it, it really jives with our mantra as well. All right. So let's flip it then. Let's challenge ourselves a little bit because I think we are very much on the same page. You, you mentioned the word happiness a few times. You mentioned the story before about your daughter, which which I, I agree with in many ways, by the way, of, of the idea of sports, physical activity. It helps ground kids and kind of keep them away from some of the things that might be trouble. But somebody could say like, there's a burden that comes with all this, this need to have to stick to the, the physical fitness, even if you are doing 10 a.m. versus 6 a.m., that, that push to go to basketball practice rather than hanging out with your friends. Somebody might, again, philosophically say, you're missing it though, Terry, you're missing it, homie. That's not what life's about. Physical fitness, it's important. Exercise is important. But if you're sacrificing your own happiness in some way, if you're not experiencing all the amazing things of life, like spending time with your friends, because it has to come down to physical fitness first, maybe that's not the right way. Maybe it puts a stress so, on so I, so I So I disagree with that. So yeah, I, yeah, th please, I, please. Think, I think greatness comes with, I think greatness, we all should want to achieve some kind of greatness in our lives, right? So I'll give you a perfect example. And the, the person I'm going to name, you would never thought this person would say something that impacted me so heavily. But I'm going to talk Frankie Muniz, um, Frankie yeah, in the middle of here. Ever, it's yeah. a show. He was yeah. a child actor. And he was on one of those like entertainment shows, right? One time. And the lady was like, you know, you missed prom, you missed homecoming, you know, your parents had you acting since you were like three, yeah. you missed so many things. He looked the reporter dead in the eyes and he goes, at, at 12, I went to the Oscars. Hmm. Like, okay, yeah. I, I went to the Emmys, I went to the Oscars, I'm rubbing elbows with A-list celebs at 13. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. a homecoming. I mean, there is something implicit in that, which says that part of the human experience, the meaning of life, whatever you want to phrase it as, is achieving things, is succeeding, which I'm not disagreeing with, by the way. I'm just following the thread on that. 
Um, now, there's a lot of, you know, Eastern philosophy or, or just philosophy in general that would say it's not about that. It's about just finding peace in yourself. And, and I hear you, right? Don't don't agree. What do you think? What do you think they're getting wrong? What do you think they're missing? What is it that's... You don't know, but I'm saying that, but that's, to your point too, there's, nor, normal doesn't exist. If someone told me the normal thing to do is go to homecoming and go to prom and blah, blah, blah. That does, there's no, normal doesn't exist. I, I have this conversation with my daughter all the time about it. Cause again, I'm going through it with a teenage yeah, daughter. Yeah. She had homecoming, right? And I told her she wanted to go to homecoming. I said, okay, we can, we're going to make this work. I think we can make it work. I think we can have you home in time. She had a game that day. I said, it looks like, you know, the game's not too far away. We will do everything in our power to get you to homecoming. But what do you want to do? And her, and she was a little conflicted. She's like, I, I don't want to leave my team hanging either. I said, okay, I think we can make this work. So, so again, to, to, to your normal doesn't exist. You can try to find the balances and everything. You know what I mean? And I, I, I will say I, I, as Layla, she's my daughter, she gets older. Um, you know, I try to put more in her court. She is old enough. And it's funny. I love that. She was like, she, you could see her thinking and she's thinking out loud. She's like, I, I don't want to leave them hanging. Obviously she needs me. She's like, dad, what, what can we do? Can we, can we get there? And can you get me back for homecoming? Right. I don't think she would leave her teammates hanging if it came down to it. You know what I mean? But again, I would put, and whatever decision she makes, and again, you got to live with all those consequences and good or bad. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so, so, so again, I'm with you. I, I, what you're saying is true too. Try your best to get them to do whatever they want, get them to homecoming, get them to, you know, things that are normal. Right. But normal doesn't exist. I mean, there are, there are children that can't forget sports and physical fitness. I mean, there are children that can't do these things because their parents can't afford dresses and 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 the cost of tickets. You know, her her school's ticket was seventy five dollars to go to homecoming. You what, know what, what I mean? So, what if you the normal piece, though, Ami, and you say, even on a much simpler level, and again, I'm not saying it's true. Okay. Let's let's explore it, right? Somebody could say, like, even even, and just let's use basketball. Let's use a hypothetical. I'm not saying I don't know your daughter's situation, obviously, but if there's a kid who's who's physical fitness, right, important, and they have it on a team, and there's a commitment to that, and it's important, and they're spending four or five days a week. Maybe they're on a travel team. They have a, they have a yep. private coach because it's important to them, and that, there's a lot of good in that. Somebody could say, like, yeah, but just just free time, creativity, allowing them just Perfect. that, like that's super important too. So it doesn't have to be a normal. But it's just this when you're trying to, and that's that's why I start to show what I do with what's the value, because I think this is super fascinating of how people make decisions and determine what's more important. I personally don't believe there's a right or wrong answer. It's right, exactly. Right individual. But to that idea of it, where it says, how do you decide? What if it had to come between homecoming or the basketball game? You have to pick one. Or you're thinking about what's more important for my kid or myself, this commitment and this work ethic and this you know drive towards that, or just the freedom to kind of think and explore and experience different things. How do you personally think through that? What is it about, you know, the physical fitness mm -hmm. and commitment that's more important? Does it go back to what we said before in that it grounds you and it allows you to achieve things in life? And that's kind of what it's rooted in. Or is there something about that free flowing lifestyle where you say, actually, I just think that's not as ideal for you or your family, or whatever. Like, how, how do you balance those two things? No, I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think, like I said, and, and kids have to be kids, right? I think, okay. um, you know, one of the things that it it, it is, it is also got to be a balance, right? Like I, again, Layla 15 is treated differently than London, who's six, my, my other daughter, six, right? She right now, you know, I'm putting those, and this is what I did with Layla, you put the things in front of them, and you kind of see what they'll gravitate to, you are 1000% right, you have to see. Um, and again, London, and, 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 and this is the beauty of having, you know, two kids, she's more, I will tell you, I feel like she's going to be more into the arts, mm -hmm. right? 
But to, to answer your question, though, if if London says I'm into the arts, if I'm going to spend my hard earned money, you got to be committed to it. Right. I'm not saying I agree with you. I think even me, I just told you that. And I think to your point now. Uh, all right. Let me back up a second. I want this is and this is also in my book, too. Your 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 day, your day is determined by literally your first couple of actions when you wake up and open your eyes. It determines your day. And I'll give you an example. If I open my eyes on a Sunday morning, and right now this is the time at fall, right? If I open my eyes on a Sunday morning and it is 10 already, I slept in. If I walk downstairs, right? I get a bowl of cereal and the NFL pregame shows are all on TV. And the first game's at one o'clock and I'm down there and I'm on the couch and I haven't left. Mm. I order pizza, I order dinner. I haven't left the couch all day. But that first action of getting cereal and plopping on that couch kind of defined the rest of the day. Now, you need days like that. I love some of the things I miss about COVID. We're waking up and not having shit to do. Right. I missed that a little bit where we had to watch Netflix. We literally binged Tiger King as a family. I missed that. Right. No practices. We had nothing. You know, I was I was scared to run outside. I thought I was going to catch it. You're like, you know what I mean? Like you were that scared. You need days like that. Now flip that. I wake up immediately, go knock out a run. I get back into the house. Oh shit, this house is dirty. It needs to get vacuumed. I vacuum. Oh, you know what? I need food for the week. I'm going to go to the grocery store and knock out, you know, I need food for the rest of the week. I'm going to knock that out. Both of those days, very different to exactly your point, but they were determined by my action right when I got out of bed. Do you you understand? So to your point, like it's, again, it's not, everything can be, different right but whatever you do whatever action you take just commit to it and enjoy it i again the nfl sunday i i have a few of those every every fall and and winter i love those christmases i'm excited to not i one of my gifts to myself on christmas day is not running it's i've justified it in my mind that you don't have to run today get up with the kids go enjoy a a, a really high calorie cinnabon for breakfast yeah. like something you know what i mean like that's my gift to myself on christmas day right so I'm with you. I think you you and I are so aligned on what we're all talking about. So there again, there's this is what I'll say. People are looking for a picture of perfection. And unfortunately, that doesn't exist. Again, talking about Christmas, if you watch like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, he wants the perfect Christmas. It it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. So you gotta just kind of sit back. Things are gonna happen. A, uh, uh, your power is going to go out. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Sometimes I get too nervous when things are going pretty well. I'm like, all right, what shoes dropping? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a pessimist, but you kind of, you become a little bit sometimes, especially. Yeah, it just tells you it's going to even out at some point. Yeah. But I, I think your audience, and if they listen to this and, and if they get one thing out of this is perfection doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Don't, I'm not, I'm not the perfect people think I'm a, um, people think I'm a tyrant father and it couldn't be further from the truth, but they look at, you know, I look at how other people parent and I'm like, that's not my style. You know what I mean? So I was, I was spanked as a child. I don't do that. I thought, I think that was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I was spanked, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a different era. It's all everything's so different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So I think that's right, by the way, I think, you know, those questions I ask them because I think they're interesting to see where they go. But I think in some ways they're unfair questions to say, like, because it's not it, it, it assumes there is a perfect answer. It assumes like, oh, you should do it exactly this way. This is how you balance this just just right. And and it, I agree with you. I don't, I don't think that exists. I think much of it is, as you said, it's that self-awareness to say 
hey, today I'm going to veg out on the couch and watch football. I know I'm going to do that. Here's how I'm going to make up for it later. Here's the implications of exactly. that. Here's If I did that every day, here's what would happen. And just being aware of it and constantly trying to kind of assess and adjust and do what's best for you. Look at the output you're getting. Look at the results and kind of base it off of that. So I, I agree with that very much. I, I think that's right. You made me think as you're saying that, though, too. I'm curious how you think about this, switching gears a little bit. Um, so one of the things for me is I've gotten more physically fit over the last few years is it's almost um, there's a, there is a stress that comes with it for me because let's take one of those Sundays, right? I have those same Sundays sometimes. Where I'm like today, you know what I mean? I'm not no run, no workout, no jujitsu, not going to do anything. There is a little fear that sets in with me, though, where I'm like, oh, I hope this doesn't push me back on the track where I fall off. And I, all of a sudden right. now I don't I don't run anymore and I don't work out. Um, and there's always a little bit of fear in that, that I'm going to go back to that place. Do you have that too? Like when you're oh, having those Sundays or those Christmas days, like what is it that helps make you as on the, on the very macro level over the last however many years where you've been able to stay consistently with it and still give yourself those days off, but not allow yourself to fall off the wagon. So, so even it's weird. Like I, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. It, yeah. It's, it's a give and a take, but, but like my run the day after a break, my run sucks. It's I'm like, I, I know this sounds crazy. You would think you're rested, but you're not. Maybe you ate like crap, like you, like we were just talking about. So my run the following day is very tough sometimes because I'm like, oh, uh, my body, you know, it, it really did kind of go backwards a little bit. But again, you you go forward. And, and to that point, I'll even take it a step further. Our house, um, you know, again, I'm sharing a lot with your audience. I have two kids. I have my wife and, and our house. From October 31st, when and actually before that, the girls were starting to bring candy and stuff home <laughs> now. From October 31st till December 31st, New Year's dinner, New Year's Eve dinner, and New Year's Day hanging out with the with with, with my family. I'm I am a big family person. Like they they really do mean a lot to me. They, they are the love of my life. Um, but that the next two and a half, three months are, are gonna be crappy in terms of like I'll run every day. But I'll still probably put on about 10, 12 pounds. Now, 10 years ago when I first got married. Like those pounds, if I said January 1st, probably by end of January, those 10 pounds were gone, mm -hmm. right? Now that January has become May, like by May it's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like it gets harder as you get older, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to not, I know this sounds crazy to say, and that's why I say I'm not the physical picture of, or I'm not the picture of physical perfection. Look, I'm going to enjoy October 31st through December 30, 31st. That, that's my family time. We love it. We're holiday people, Thanksgiving, like all that stuff, right? Am I it's exactly what you're just saying? I'm not going to not enjoy it. Now I'm going to fall off the wagon. I'm going to go backwards in my progression, but guess what? There's time. And, and I think that's to answer your question. I think there's no, A, there's no picture of perfection and B, you don't know when you're, you know, knock on wood, but you don't know when your last day is. So you should technically, I think you shouldn't worry about time. Am, am I going to be like, oh my God, I'm worried about this run. I'm worried about going backwards. So I'm not going to spend this, this, if, if my wife and girls are making cookies, am I going to sit down, eat cookies with them and design it? Um, I'll say this as a perfect example. Um, this is actually a question I kind of have for you. Uh, a buddy of mine, he, he was not happy with his weight, right? Um, we all were going out. It was a couple's dinner, him and his wife, mine and, mine and ours. And he's my best friend, so I can talk to him like this. We went out to dinner. The wives got they, what they wanted for dinner. I got what I wanted for dinner. We're all eating. And I, I'm like, Joe, and I, I'm going to call him out on your show if he listens. To this. I'm like, <laughs> Joe, I was like, Joe, I was like, what? and we had this discussion. So he he won't care. I said, I said, Joe, what are you doing? I was like, you're going to get food. You're you literally just had water. He's like, no, no, no. Tonight I'm not eating dinner. He's like, I'm, 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 I'm fasting tonight. He's like this, whatever he said. He was like, and he's lost 10 pounds doing this. And I was like, dude, 
you're messing up my dinner right now. <laughs> like, I can't sit here and watch you just with a glass of water. Yeah. Right. He's like, but man, you got to support my weight loss. I'm like, then you shouldn't have came to dinner with us because you're you're messing up this enjoyable couple's dinner we're having. Mm-hmm. And I may, you know what? I might be wrong, but it made me feel uncomfortable to just eat my crappy dinner in front of a guy just with a glass of water, if that makes sense. It does. It right. Does. And we're, by the way, still best friends talked before I came here. Right. But it's like, again, am I wrong? Is he wrong? Was I wrong for calling him out for not wanting to eat with us for following his diet? You know, what yeah. do you think? I, I love your opinion on that. Are people, people are that strict on theirs. And I'm like, dude, now you're messing up my flow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I tend to take the approach or at least theoretically I do. I don't always practice this like you. I'm not the picture of physical health or mental health by any means, but I tend to think teach their own, right? Let, let them do it. Everybody's got their own way because at the end of the, at the end of the, any thread we go down, none of us really know the answer as to why we're here, how we're supposed to do this. So my inclination would be to say, you know, all right, that's what you want to do. I think back to what we were saying before, to me, like the way I would handle a situation like that, and this is why some people don't like going to dinner with me, but is to like ask the questions of like, hey, what, what's, what are you thinking? Like, what's the goal here? How do you think not eating at this dinner right. is benefiting you and like the impact of it? Like, how do you think about that? Because for me, the most important thing for, for Joe or for you or for me or any of us to have is that clarity and self-awareness on ourselves to be right. like, is this leading to the outcomes I want in life? And that's why it goes back to, not to keep plugging it, why I do the show and why I ask what's the value. Because for, for Joe, in this case, he's got to think like, what's most important to me? Is it sticking to this physical fitness plan I'm trying to do and lose this weight? Is it enjoying time with my friends? And it's not to say it's binary, right. but you're kind of running this calculation to say this decision I'm going to make to go to dinner and not eat, is it getting me the outcome I want? Am I still having fun at dinner? Am I still enjoying myself? Am I getting the weight loss that I want? and trying to get to that optimal calculation that gives you the best output. 100%. And there is no perfection, as you nope. often say, and you're absolutely right. But asking those questions and being aware of it, I think is is the best we can do. So I would have let Joe go and be like, my brother. Actually, oh, and I did, by the way. Yeah, I did. Totally, again, I'm, totally. I'm, 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 I, and and, and I, I'm going to, look, I, I think I think uh, uh, 80s kids, I think one thing I, I noticed with my daughter, we don't, they don't roast like we used to. Yeah. We roasted. I remember... I'll say this too, and it's funny having two daughters, my wife, and kudos to her, you know, you, you, we grew up in a generation of if a guy hit you, he liked you, but now, and, and my wife taught me this, you never want to tell a young girl that, because then you're setting her up to say, okay, domestic violence is okay. Oh, he loves me. That's why he hits me, right? I didn't know that, because again, we grew up, that's where you have to adapt to. Every, you know, I, like I said, spanking, telling, uh, you know, uh, there's there's things that, that now they obviously have shown is got to change. It's not right how we were brought up, right? So you have to change. You have to adapt. You can't, you know, I, I'm i not my father. I'm doing it a little differently, but I still have some of my dad's, as you probably can see, I still have some of that core value in me that I passed down. I'm sure my daughter, both of them, daughters, are going to water it down, maybe take a few things from me that they love, when they have kids and and you know so yeah i mean i i don't want to keep repeating it but yeah, everything has to work bottom line is it has to work for you yeah. if it works for you and you can smile and you know mental health and and i i think it's it's, it's mental health but wanting to live every day you know you you when we do our show by the way and i i'm not i don't want to plug my show on yours i'll put it in the show when, when, when we do ours 
a lot of my guests were talking about having suicidal thoughts mm -hmm. and getting to the point. I don't know if you see this a lot on yours, but getting to a point where they didn't want to live anymore. Mm -hmm. And that breaks my heart. I've never been there, knock on wood. But so then let's make sure if 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 Joe not eating dinner is going to put a smile on his face and want him to live the next day, mm -hmm. like you just said, do it. I have I, I I'm roasting you a little bit, yep. but by all means, do it. Yep. And it's funny, I'll, I'll say this just as a quick joke to it. What I probably honestly would have done with Joe, because I have a brother who fasts as well, is I probably would have ate my food in front of him and kind of tortured him with it because I am right, right, right. too, so I would have done the same thing. But um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think it gets back to the value of the physical fitness. I think in those situations where you are struggling with life, life is hard for whatever reason, family problems, relationship problems, work, career, all that stuff. There's something about, and, and I, I felt it viscerally when you were telling the story before about waking up, banging out that run, cleaning the carpet, going to the grocery store. There's something about that that makes you feel like, all right, I got that done at least. What's next? What's the next thing I could do? And it, it's, it's not a magic cure-all by any means, right? Some people do need medication. Some people do need mm -hmm. therapy and all different types of help that people need. But there's something that seems to be objectively true about physical fitness that allows you to, to overcome or at least better positions you to overcome all the shit that life is inevitably going to throw at you. And I'll say for my own personal story, the reason why, partially why I think it took me so long to value physical fitness the way we're talking about now is I was lucky. Life was pretty good. Everything was going pretty well. We all have our ups and downs, but it was shit that hit me. Like my wife has multiple sclerosis. She's got some health issues. Life started to get hard. I had a sister who passed away and you start to realize like, oh shit, like this thing, this ride I was on, it wasn't like predestined. It wasn't because anything I was doing, I was just lucky. And then life got hard and I was like, hey, can I deal with this now? Now, fortunately, I never got suicidal or anything like that, but I did hit times where it was like, I don't know if I could do what I need to do to like support my family and is right. And there was something about getting myself physically fit and saying, all right, it starts with me. Let me get myself in order. And once I do that, it gave me some confidence to say, maybe I can do that next thing. And I'll, last thing I'll say, and back to you, I think it's particularly important for people that might be listening that are thinking like, not me, not me. I could never go running at 6 a.m. I could never go to a jujitsu class. Those people even more so, I think, is where the value comes from, because I could speak to it because I was that person, that feeling of I can't do it. Once you show yourself you can and you do go for that run or you do go to that jujitsu class or whatever it is, the things that opens up with that confidence to say, I never would have thought I could do that. I would never thought I'd be running every day at 6 a.m. But now I am. Shit, maybe I can start that business. Maybe I can be a better dad. Maybe I can do those other things. And that's powerful, man. That's such an amazingly powerful thing, which is why I think the community you're building is so important. Yeah, no, I, I think, and 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 you look, you you're gonna need. Here's the other thing too, and I think where you're what you're talking about is so crucial. You need support in anything you do. I don't care who you are. Um, one of the things I uh, I don't want to knock anyone. That's never my goal. But some of those, um, you know, some of the influencers and the um, you know, the motivational speakers that are out there right now, uh, and and I mentioned this in my book. I hate when they say work hard, hard work, right. no, dude, you had help, you know, you, someone along the lines helped you. Right. Um, I, I don't care who you are. You had help. You had, even if it was, you know, emotional help, right. That, that, that plays a part, right. You being there for your wife. I, um, I'm with you on that. You might, you, when your kids are sick, right. You want to, you, you want to be sick for them, but you can't. So the bet, next best thing is like, you know, we were just talking is like, okay, I'm going to get you to this hospital. I'm going to get you to this doctor. I'm going to get you the penicillin, whatever, knock on wood. Hopefully it's not as bad, mm -hmm. you know, 
I'll, I'll touch on too. One of the things I'll mention, and, and again, you learn. We have a, a very. I have. I have. I have. I have. I have a lady, Rebecca. I went to high school with her, and um, actually, she was. You talk about football and stuff. Her son was a Make a Wish with Carson Wentz when he was here with the Eagles, um, and she has the Live Like Lucas charity. Um, she lost her son. And one of the things, and we featured her in my book, and she's been on the podcast, and she's been a, a community member of Six Sam Run. Losing her son, I mean, that it doesn't get worse than losing a child. That's the pinnacle of worst. But she said, getting up and running every day, and this is why you know it was crazy that our paths crossed again because I did not see her since high school. And then when Live Like Lucas happened, and that was local here in Delaware, I was like, I got to get with that's my high school, you know. Um, uh, um, you know, mate from back in the day. And I wanted to get back with, with, with this person um, and help them and, and really give back to this charity. And we did a virtual run for her, but I loved part of the story that when we reconnected and she told me, and she was like, man, when Lucas passed, she was like, I just turned, I just started running out of anger, I guess you could say, I, I, you know, I, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but it kept her going. You know what I mean? Imagine you talk about becoming suicidal that I don't want to say that that's ever justified, but I could totally understand if someone no longer wanted to be here when they lost their child, especially a mother. Yeah, you're hitting man. I think there's there's a prime. That's the word that's coming to my head. There's like a primal aspect to physical fitness, which is it's not only like biological or whatever, where like our bodies want to move. I believe, right? I think that's true, and I think we could we all know the cliche like we we don't move nearly enough, right? We're on our phones, we're in front of computers, we're in the car, we're at the desk, whatever. So there's that, but I think it's, it does tie to mental health too. It, it does. There's a direct correlation between that, where when we're at our lowest in that sense, doing that primal thing, yeah. just getting out, getting moving, getting the blood flowing, it has to start systems firing yeah. in all sorts of different ways. I see it with my dog, not to, not to, because this no. is a very different story, but like there's sometimes with my dog where I see it, like she just needs to get outside and move and get going. It's like, she just has to, because her body needs it. Her mind needs it. And I think we are very much the same way. We've gotten too smart for our own good in some ways where we like talk ourselves out of that and like, ah, it's okay. I'll do it another time. But there's something very primal in that, that I think we need to do more of. And again, as you've been preaching all along and I know, I know you would, it doesn't mean everybody has to run a marathon. It doesn't even matter. I, well, to well, no, but right? I mean, like, and, and, and you're getting me off on a tangent too, but look, I mean, think about this. My daughter, again, I, I keep, I keep mentioning them because I'm seeing how through my daughter, I'm seeing how really society, I think also as you get, become an adult, one thing I do miss about school and young, being younger I, and, and also being in the workforce, I also, I'll even say that uh, leaving corporate America, I feel like I was taken out of kind of being with the masses, so to say. And I, I miss that. I miss teammates. I, I, I tell my daughter, enjoy bus rides. The, the big thing I miss about soccer is the bus rides, messing with each other on the bus rides home. Right. So, so but what I'm getting at is like, you know, my daughter told me recess is optional. Like if you want to just stay at your lunch table, like here in Delaware, there's no, like we had, like it was freezing and Get you outside. had to go outside for 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't long, but you had to go outside. I remember. And then when the weather was fine, I remember coming back to my next period, like sweaty, having to figure out how to calm down and get sweat off of me. And now, now I got to open up books and I have sweat rip, you know, falling on papers. Cause we were just playing kickball outside. They, they like it again, it's, there's, there's some, some good in what we did. Right. But to your point, kids are not the fit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think schools do a good job on diets and they're trying, but 
this generation, I mean, I I I find myself sometimes at red lights. I, I I try, especially as my daughter's about to, you know, turn 16 next year and get her license. I want to be even better at it. But at red lights, even like to your point, you know how tempting it is just to look at your phone at a red light. 100 percent I do it. Like, you know what I mean? And 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 you're justifying it. You're like, well, I'm stopped. I'm at a red light. But again, it's like we don't even like our attention span, even me as a 43-year-old as a man, like. I can't sit at a red light for two minutes anymore. Like my mind really needs to be entertained for three minutes. Even if it's, I don't even think it's three minutes. It feels like forever. Right. I mean, think about that. So you really need to take physical fitness way more seriously in today's day and age, you know, and, and I'll tell you one thing I can't do, but I'm, I'm, I try sometimes um, I will, what I'll do is I won't charge my headphones. Like I'll know, like, every third or fourth day I have to charge my, my Trex headphones I have. Um, I'll purposely not charge them sometimes because I know, okay, this fourth day, it's not going to last the full hour, but that's good. Cause guess what? It's just going to be me and my hard panting breath for the last 30 minutes of this run. Mm. That's a good and thing. That's yeah. even going to be more making me think making, you know what I mean? Like I try to do things like that. That's just the last piece I'll say. I, I yeah. think it's also a way of getting around what technology's done. And I mean, you, you again, talk, think about where we came from, from going outside, playing street lights, get back inside, go play with at a creek or in mud and dirt, ride your bike. These kids don't get that, you know? We have a bike for my daughter and literally she didn't touch it. And it's funny, then we saved it because the six-year-old was born and she hasn't touched it. Yep, yep. It's crazy. Yeah. What I love about what you're saying too is, right, there could be some people listening that could be like, oh, you guys are just getting old and you're just the same thing everybody, oh, back in my day, we did it better, but you're not, right? What you're saying is, without a doubt, there's things, younger generations, we we hopefully did better than our parents and, and grandparents, our kids will do better than us, without a doubt. But it is also true that there were good things that were done then that we don't want to lose. And that can be difficult sometimes to parse out what, what are the good things, what are the bad things, right? You said the thing before about if you hit a girl, that means you like her, whatever. Um, but some of this stuff, I think it's important that, that we don't lose. And I think that's, what's cool about how you're talking about it. It's trying to get to just like, what's the truth of it? What, what actually right. is beneficial? And I'll, I'll keep preaching this. And, and I know you are as well, like try it right for, for people listening as we're coming to the end here who are like, nah, like everything's fine with, and maybe, maybe it is. That's awesome. But just try it, try it for a little bit and see what kind of results you get. See what, how you feel. See what. Into that, let me say, and, and I know I do want to end. I don't want to take up please, too much please. of your time. Yeah. To, to, you, you, it, find what works for you. I love you started off, and I, I I'll know this about you. For the, your thing is jujitsu. Again, back to when my wife says you love running. I I love it. Yes, of all of them, I don't like clanging and banging weights. It's just not my thing. I don't like it. Right. I I need to constantly be doing something. When I used to do weights more in college for my sports that kind of lull period of between sets. Yeah. Again, maybe it is my, I was, I didn't like it. It was boring. Right. It was like, you know, I know you have to get, but anyway, to your point, I didn't want to interrupt you, but what, what I want to lastly preach, find what works for you. Maybe, you know, start off with a vac, you know, we talked, we joked about vacuuming on a Sunday, maybe like cleaning your house, being up, just don't sit, try to find something that has activity in it where you're moving up and down. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I, I sometimes, I, I sometimes am driving by landscapers or a mailman who walks a route, right? You have your mailman who sits in the car and then you also have your mailman who walks routes still here. And I get jealous. I'm like, oh my God, that guy's job is, is, is walking. It's physical fitness is, is exerting energy, right? Find what works for you, you know? Um, and everyone's going to be different. And, 
72 million people in America love running. I'm sure 100 million people in America love lifting weights. People, my wife loves hot yoga. That's her thing, awesome. right? You are jujitsu. Uh, again, kids might have their sport. I Maybe still love watching sports. Yeah. yeah. Find your, take physical fitness. That's going to be the thing. Add it to your life, but add it in a way that you enjoy it. Don't take my advice and start running. You might not like it. It might not be good for your body. It might not be good for your knees. Find what works for you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I cut you oh, off. That's awesome. No, no, no. Don't apologize because that's awesome. I think it's, I'm glad you intervened with that. And I think uh, I'll say this, I'll wrap and then I'll give you last word. Um, I was excited to talk to you. I, I knew about what you're doing with 6am run. And I think most people can hear it and be like, that's cool, right? The community you're building, the physical fitness and all of that. What I always hope for with this show is that people get a little bit deeper insight into the person and the way you think and the way you approach life. Because I always think that makes it that much more impactful. It adds that much more context and meaning to it. And I know that's true for me, getting to talk to you now and hear how you think about these decisions you're making and how you try and balance different things and your experiences and how it got you here. Um, it makes it all the much more cooler what you're doing. And I think it's awesome. And I hope people, again, if running's not your thing, still check it out. Check out the book, check out the, the podcast, the website, the whole thing, because I know it's beyond just running, right? There's supplements, there's nutritional, there's, yeah. there's diet, there's all that stuff. Um, but even just for the way of thinking, I think there's tons of value in that because I think it's really interesting to hear how you think, Tommy. So I appreciate you a ton for being uh, here. This has been great, Terry. Yeah, and 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 I think I said everything. I think the last thing I'll just say, like I said, it, it's for me the, the best thing. And it came, at, and by the way, any of your younger listeners, I just want to say this to them. I found out what I want to do in life at 39. At 35, I kind of had the idea of 6AM run a little bit. But I finally left corporate America at 39. And I have a college degree. I went to school. Um, I, I will say that. That's just my last word. I, I tell my daughter this. She's 15. I say, look, they're going to tell you to pick a major in two years or three years, right? I picked one. And, and luckily, it helped me here. I'm not going to lie. A marketing and a business that didn't hurt me here. But, you know, for it was get a degree, get a full-time job, and that, and then go die, so to say. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all I'll say. I, the book's never final. I don't think as long as you're breathing, nothing is ever the, the finality. And Kobe Bryant says this, God rest his soul. Nothing is ever, you know, there's never, there's no such thing as happy ending, right? See, he says this, Cinderella gets married. What happened after Cinderella got married? It wasn't happy ending. They didn't just end, right? Oh, there's yeah. nothing is final until you take your last breath. So until you're here and you're capable Nothing is ever final. I, I literally thought I was going to be in corporate America my entire life. And at 39, 6 a.m. run happened. I've been blessed that now I get to do what I love. Find that. And that's just don't ever give up. Be positive. Have a positive. The only thing I love about the, the movie, The Secret, positivity is so important. Just all the things we kind of kept preaching. I don't want to go backwards in, in our conversation. Yeah. But all, find the the find your find your North Star find what works for you. And it might not, you might not find it in a day. You might not find it in one year, but just always be on the search for it and, and, and it'll hit you. So that, that would be the only last thing I would preach. Beautifully said. It's a beautiful way to end it. I'm glad you, I'm glad you found it at 35, 39. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we got to have this conversation. Um, and I hope you keep doing what you're doing, man. I really no, you too, Terry. Dad, definitely send me the, please send me everything. We'll, we'll also, I love what you're doing. Um, uh, Mark told me about it and everything. And I'm, I'm really excited uh, to keep, uh, I, we, I, I want to push this and all your episodes to our crowd. We have a pretty nice, you probably saw we have a pretty nice, amazing crowd. I'm excited amazing. for them to, to learn about your show as well.
Uh, that's awesome. I appreciate that a ton. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your day and you uh, enjoy your run whenever the next one comes. Yeah, you know, too, you too. Thank you so much, Kerry. Have a great day. Thanks, Thank you.